I don't know if I ever necessarily active talk about dicks. I think you you tend to be the one to bring them up most. No, no, not always just me. I think, I think it's mostly you, Kev. What do you think? Um, it's hard for me to say. I, I've done since five thirty, so I, <laughs> it's hard for me to come. Up what with you're saying wh- is wh- Jason wh- always brings up dicks. Is what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> I I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's Michael, but I'm pretty sure Jason's like I love to suck him. I love to eat them. I love to hug them. Okay. I love you, to beat them. Oh my god! You guys. So I, I went to Morgan asking. I'm like Morgan. You know Jason pretty well. Help me with this song, real because I, I told Jason I honestly didn't finish it until like 35 minutes ago. Oh my god! Why does that not it, shock me? Yeah. So it's not anything like great, but like. Just, I thought you really went for the title, not phoning yeah. it in at all. Yeah, but like the stuff that Morgan was saying, I'm like, I'm like, first of all, Morgan, it's not an eight mile rap battle. She kept like like a rap, like a, like a rap battle. I said it's not a rap battle. I said I'm rewriting words to this theme song, but like, and then Ava came in and was chiming in too, and I, they kept doing the same thing. I'm like, it is not a rap battle, you guys. God damn it, you no fucking help. Funny. <laughs> Oh man! And Jason's uh, probably had his prepared for at least like three days. Oh He's no! I've been rehearsing I, it. No, nope, I wrote it all today, but I have rehearsed oh, it God. several times. <laughs> it's like club all over again. <laughs> well, I, I will say this too, and um, oh, we'll get to that in a second. Hey, we are live and worldwide. Welcome everybody to the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. Actually, we're not really live. Because, you know, we record it and then post it out there. Um, (laughs) This is the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. Uh, We are coming to you each and every week talking about the best from WWE, NXT, and AEW. Well, for the most part, every week. And we somewhat show up on time. But you can always join in on the conversation on our Twitter, which is at LiveYourGimmick. That's the at symbol followed by L-I-V-Y-O-U-R-G-I-M-M-I-C-K. M O U S E. Mike's trying to like mess me up by mouthing it as I'm doing. I was, it. I was trying to. I was trying to do the. I was trying to uh, do the <laughs> throw it. Throw it to him. Yeah. Um, right, of course, right, you got right, me, right, Jason. <laughs> got Michael and Kevin here, uh, the, the outsiders, and um, we're, we're we're here to talk about some different things going on in wrestling. What we were talking about. Uh, at I, the was, top I of would the say sh- we're. I would say we're the slip it insiders. The sl- <laughs> Okay, it's Kevin that brings up the dick talk. <laughs> See? Told you it wasn't just me. Told you. All right. So uh, if you're listening at the top of the show, we were talking a little bit about uh, the contest that we're going to have a little bit later on, and that's going to be between Kevin and myself. We're, we're battling out for our live and worldwide championship, and uh, I'm going to – It's not uh, a rap battle. It's not a rap <laughs> battle. It's uh, We're rewriting a, a, a wrestling theme song to, to diss the other person. And I will tell you, Michael – that there was a little, there was almost a little collusion. Uh, Kevin and I did almost yeah. decide to swerve you and write complimentary songs about <laughs> one another instead of this song. Well, you're as well as the person in charge of this, uh, this, this match. That's that why would we mean didn't. That you're both disqualified. I and I stripped you of the title. <laughs> That's why we didn't do it. That was because yes. I, I literally would have came up with that. Hold on, let me, let me held up. Let me let me let me go back to our text thread here because I can I can prove to you that that's that's exactly what we said. All right, let's see. All right, 
you know, he goes, um, uh, you know what I was thinking? A swerve to Mike, we should do our theme song as, uh, as, not as digs, but as compliments, LOL. I said, ha ha ha, he would probably throw it out, but that would be funny. <laughs> but, but, but it, you know, I, I think I said something like, or I thought to myself, yeah, you're probably right. But then even today, Jason was like, so are we are we doing it or, or are we doing it? <laughs> are we gonna do the montreal screw job or are we just yeah. gonna <laughs> yeah. oh, man. and then kevin was like nah we should probably do it the right way because <laughs> i was like yeah all right because i had two ideas in my head i had i had them both ready to go so i needed the final the final verdict before i could finish writing well i had two versions of my song that i i mean without trying to see this but you can see there's a lot of scribbling and <laughs> crossing it and crossing well, they're fucking writing here. a screenplay yeah <laughs> Because I had two different versions. I was like, okay, I'm going to go this whole route. But I was like, N-, and then I just, yeah. <laughs> all right, so. all right, all right. Fair enough. All right, we'll get that in a little bit. So let's talk a little bit about wrestling. So, um, you know, I, I don't really want to do a deep dive into all the different shows. I feel like there's a lot of different things that happened this week that we can talk about. We don't necessarily have to make this a super long show. But uh, the first thing I want to talk about is Mick Foley's comments that he made on his, I don't know if he had his, like, a vlog or something like that that he does. Uh, did you guys both both hear that, both see it? Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and also heard about the fact that some people backstage are not happy with him. Yeah, I mean, of course, there's always going to be those rumors of, of heat backstage when anybody comes out and says this. But, I mean, Booker T has actually come out and agreed with him on what he said. Um, and, uh, honestly, can you, can you say he's wrong? Oh, not at all. Like, he's 100% right about the entire situation. So, like, if you get mad that someone says something like that, maybe it's true. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Especially somebody like that. I mean... Like, yeah, because Mick is not, like, a malicious... Like, he's not some butthurt no. employee. He's not John Moxley going out there and be like, oh, yeah, man, they're fucking stupid. Like, Mick is usually like, yeah, that was fucking great. So when he's, you know, saying you got problems, you know something's not right. Yeah. I, I would I would say his match... Let's face it, the Hell in a Cell match should be, like, his, like, get-out-of-jail-free card for most anything in that yeah. company. Uh, how unless, about it's some, unless it's something horrible, but, like, comments like this... How about yeah, unless he's, you know, like caught having a sex tape where he uses the N-word for foreplay or something, then <laughs> yeah. maybe he should, you know, get has, it, Yeah, if he has a thermos. How about the know, rock bashing his head in with a chair should also be a get-out-of-jail-free card for him as well. I mean, yeah, yeah however many other things. The fact that he can barely walk because of this company yeah. should be a get-out-of-jail-free card. You know, that you can't attribute that all to WWE, though. He took some pretty sickening bumps when he was in WCW. Mm, he was in, yeah, he was in Japan-style death matches. He took some really sickening yeah. bumps when he was in ECW. That's not all WWE. But, he took fucking all, he took a fucking but, Vader power bombed him on cement multiple times. That's not all WWE. Yeah. But the scary when he says the scariest moment of his life is when he went through the cell and like oh yeah yeah you know I mean like so but no you are right though too I mean he he has done some pretty crazy ass shit so. Yeah. And, and I think the the thing that people probably took issue with was one his his um very accurate his very accurate description of of what's going on with Kyrian Cross, and then in addition to that, basically saying that AEW is now the company that talent aspire to be at because 
you know, they, they've assembled such a good roster and stuff like that. Now, that is what it is. I still think that there's going to be talent out there that would say if they had a choice, they would still go to WWE because they want to live that dream. But at the same time, though, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like veteran talent that have been in WWE want that experience of going to AEW to have more of that freedom because they don't have that corporate structure breathing down their neck all the time. Now, I'll be honest with you, though. I think eventually AEW will get there. If they become so big that they become a public company, and I could see Tony Khan eventually becoming a lot more, you know, tightening the reins a lot more and wanting to control a lot more. I can I can see that happening down the road. But as of right now, that's that's just not the case. I, I don't know. I feel like he he's handling AEW more like the ruthless aggression error where it's very much like there's lines in the sand you don't cross but other than that like impress me yeah kevin you got thoughts on that yeah no i mean no i pretty much agree with my kind of took what i was going to say so it's Pretty much that in a nutshell. I mean, <laughs> but uh, WWE operated like that though too. But eventually, things changed and they tighten the reins because you have corporate sponsorship and investors and things like that. Here's the thing, though: AEW doesn't need to go public at any point in time. I mean, WWE didn't either, but they still did. I mean, that's a good way. Well, to there's difference. Money. <laughs> Vince McMahon is greedy and wants more money. Tony Khan's got money. He don't fucking need more money. Tony Khan's dad has money. That's all you need is a rich daddy, Jason. That's all you need. They also own multiple sports teams, so they obviously like money because that's where they're that's that's where they're getting it from. Exactly, I mean, they're already getting that money, though. Is what I'm saying. So as long as this company stays in the green, they have no need to be like, oh yeah, let's go public and become PG because that went so well for the competition. <laughs> Although I don't know if the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> I know it's an NFL franchise, but I don't know. Do they win today? No, I think they uh, lost pretty did bad. You see, did you see the incredible graphic that they had? Uh, I, I don't know what point in time it was during the game, but they had this uh, CG Jaguar jump off the scoreboard onto the like uh, onto the field, climb up the bleachers, and jump back up and like rip down the Jets banner like with its teeth and like jump down to the middle of the field and rip it up. Everybody was commenting like, "Oh, we need that for." Darby Allen or yeah, like where's that at for <laughs> Luchasaurus or something? Like I mean, that. Didn't, didn't he basically do that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't need that that fucking stupid AR fucking shit. That uh, I mean, it's, it was basically what uh, it's basically what it was. It was this huge AR Jaguar. It was I mean, it was monstrous. It was it was kind of funny, but um, but yeah, that's that's kind of kind of where long that came out. Um, you know, and speaking of, of uh, people aspiring to be in WWE, WWE did have a big signing this this week, and it was Gable Stevenson, uh, Olympic gold medalist. So he's going to be joining the roster. And, of course, a lot of people were happy about that, but then a lot of people shit on it too. But, you know, I, I, that that's a big get for them, though, because that's a, that's a top name. And that's, you know, you look at other Olympic athletes have stepped into WWE and had immediate impacts like a Kurt Angle, um, you know, even Chad Gable to a certain extent, even though it was more on NXT than he was on the main roster. I was going to say, are we really going to fucking say Shorty G was a big impact? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's still a character on TV now, and he's still... What about, you know, what about Kurt's son? Wasn't he yeah, <laughs> we just going to ignore him. 
Yeah. Kurt, Kurt, I don't even remember Kurt's son. I'll be honest with you. Jason Jordan. Oh, yeah. Jason Jordan. He was an Olympic. Yeah. He was a Chad Gable's tag team partner hold on. for my most bad, of their. My bad. I forgot. I forgot that whole. Yeah, story. he was an Olympian. I forgot that, that whole shitty storyline even existed. But no, he was not an Olympian. So that was uh, Ronda Rousey's another Olympic athlete that that competed very well. So yeah, you know. but she didn't get there because she was an Olympic athlete. She got there because of UFC. Hey, oh yeah, she got there because of fame. You said Brandon, you forget about the Iron Sheik. The Iron Sheik Olympic athlete. He's fucking Olympic athlete. I fucking your ass. Ah. <laughs> Oh, man. No, thank you, Mr. Sheik. I really hope that you do the entire Honky Tonk Man song in Iron Sheik gimmick. I will. If that's what gets it. that's what gets it. I mean, considering you told me that you, you fucking put it together 10 minutes ago, I have to assume that's your best shot at winning this. Oh, my God. All right. So, yeah, Mick Foley's comments uh, definitely hit home, I think, with with a lot. So I'm curious to see kind of what changes are going to be made. And and honestly, we're starting to see some changes in WWE already. Um, You know, what are your thoughts? So SmackDown, not this past week, but the week before we had Finn Balor and Roman Reigns for the for the Universal Championship. We talked about that. We did talk about that. But then this upcoming week on Raw, so as of tomorrow or when this airs today, um, it's going to be Bobby Lashley versus Randy Orton for the World Championship. Now, that's just weird to me because, like, you have a paper coming up. I thought those are extreme rules. No. It was supposed to be. That's that's Monday night on Raw. Yeah. Yeah. So like, is that, is that, is that, that all that tells me is that ratings are not good. Is that That's how that is that how me. bad is that USA Network being like we need to do something right now? Hmm. Yeah, That's a hundred percent USA so, being like I don't I don't know if I've ever heard that ever being done before <laughs> Nitro. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> so, not the first time they've done it though. They've moved multiple matches from the pay per views over the past like four or five months. That match was that never like that match was never announced on for Extreme Rules. It honestly came to be really quickly with um it came to be really quickly with like last week Orton came out and challenged them and they were challenging them for the tag titles and stuff like that like it, it it came to be like like right away listen Jason I get it you don't have time but some of us listen to other uh sources of wrestling news where they already reported that this match was supposed to be on the pay-per-view before it got moved to raw but yeah, that's fucking speculation, dude. That's a, that's the problem. I literally, I, I literally, I thought I saw it that night on Twitter, like after Raw. I've never seen yeah, it they, announced. They had a graphic rules. I've only seen because so, even... so if you're listening to this and you can find the tweet, please at Jason. That's at L I V Y O U R G I M M I C K. So M-O-U-S-E. we can just fucking prove <laughs> prove to him that he's wrong. I wonder. I wonder if uh, people don't subscribe to us on Twitter as much because they think M O U S E is a part of the Twitter. It's part of it. Like, I wonder if they're just like typing out at L I V Y U. At live your gimmick mouse. They're just take typing. I can't fucking find them. Why do they say every week that that's their Twitter handle and it's not? What the hell? Or they'd be more confused by it. People that do it, they can't fucking tweet at us because the name then takes up most of the characters. Plus, why would they? They'd be like, "What's what's a gimmick mouse? <laughs> why would I live my gimmick mouse?" <laughs> then you have a few who can't quite read. Right? They're like, "Why is it a gimmick moose?" Yeah. <laughs> live your gimmick mouse. All right. So, um, yeah, I, I, I've even so yeah, WWE Championship match coming up on Raw. 
Um, I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I can I can take the Twitter Probably. real quick and, and double check. Let's let's see if there's that's any, riveting audio. Any hashtag WWE? So <laughs> let me let me get rid of I, Pornhub. I, oh, there's <laughs> Facebook. Oh, yeah. there's Pornhub again. There's Twitter. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, no. He's giggling because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's like, oh, those are some titties. You know, you know, my kids like pick up my phone, right? Um, that's that's not. Uh, that's not how you want to follow up that conversation. Oh, <laughs> oh, we also get a Raw Women's Championship. Um, <laughs> uh, Raw Women's Champion Miss Charlotte takes on Shayna Baszler. So I think next week's show is to just be an hour and a half. <laughs> Jason just being on his phone. And just, just, just me looking here. on Twitter. Sit here just making fun of him the entire time. <laughs> hmm, what is all on here? Let's see. It's like... It's- it's like from past like Monday, Jason. You're at the scroll so. Yeah, no, I think it's been, tweets I've, a lot. I've seen it on a, a couple of times. All right, let me see. I'll just Google Monday. So you said you didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> suddenly now he saw it. I did see. I didn't see that it was announced for the pay per view. All right, here we go. I'm just laughing. Everything because I'm so fucking slap happy. Like I'm okay with that. Just makes me feel funny, time. so I'm okay with it. All right. <laughs> Raw preview. The upcoming edition of Monday Night Raw would be live from the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. TD Garden? TD. 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 Touchdown Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Man, they really do want them ratings. Coming from the doll. Okay. Coming to you from the strip club named TD Garden. I watch Raw. Then it came from the bunny house, the bunny ranch. I mean, shit. All right. Coming to you live from the Titty Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> and we've come up with the Raw preview. The huge bouts have been announced for the show, including the WWE Championship match between Randy Orton and Bobby Lashley. So without any further ado, let's punch into this preview. We're not going to go into all of that. But anyway, so yeah, here we is. It's Monday Night Raw. It's announced. It's going to be the match. And they announced it on Raw last week that it was going to be on Raw this week, so that's why I'm saying it was never announced for Extreme Rules. It was only announced for Monday Night Raw. Are you talking, Michael? Or are you just... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm mocking you. But you're mocking me. You're mocking yes. me. Fucking yes, think Sam. you are. Anyway, all right. So you got. So my question to you then is: <laughs> Raw ratings have been plummeting, right? Bobby Lashley yeah. has been champion. I like Bobby Lashley as champion, but because the ratings are plummeting. Do you think we have a title switch on Monday Night Raw to shock the fans? I don't think so, just because, like, do you really want to make your tag champions also the world champion? Like, that just seems like a bad idea. Um, Not to mention, also, there's the fact that, like, if there's one thing that's going to bring ratings, it's not having Randy Orton as your champion. Like, you've, you've got a fan base that is actively wanting new, fresh faces as, you know, the, the face of the company bringing Randy's fucking middle-aged ass in there, no matter how good he was for the past year, is not going to turn that ship around. I, I think one thing that could possibly do it is if what if Big E shows up and cashes in. Big E has said that on, would, he did say on SmackDown that he was going to be at Monday Night Raw. So, that that could, you know, whether it's a long title reign or not, but that could be a big, you know, a good coup mm-hmm. for him. So. Which then would make a great match for Extreme Rules, Big E versus Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Very true. 
Very true. Can we, can we put extreme rules in air quotes? There's not <laughs> one fucking match. Speaking of, of matches and extreme rules, and they they really haven't announced any stipulations or anything like that, so I, I get why you want to put it in air quotes. But um, how about do you guys see the contract signing be, between Becky and Bianca? I watch bits and pieces of it. So I, I, I'm too busy watching most of the 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 good show to <laughs> to waste time on. on Ron's I will say our new our um, new AW Mark. <laughs> have you have you seen that Becky has put duct tape on the side plates, waiting no. for her new one, new ones? I so what the what what the fuck is that? Is that Jericho? It's Jericho. <laughs> oh God, you got you got Jericho figure. Huh? Yeah, I got Jericho, and 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 currently, Josaurus is my champion. Oh my gosh, is that, and that's not the that's not the Jericho that came with the bubbly, right? That's the other one. No, that's the newest one um, oh. that has the the black with the yellow trim on his tights, and then the the champion uh, are you, scarf. Are you enjoying the new series of the AW figs a, lot, a little bit more than what you thought you would? They they are significantly better than they were when they first started coming out, but uh, they still have some problems. The thing, the number one thing I hate right now is that they don't come with fucking fists. Everyone either has sprawled out jazz hands or they have fucking jerk off hands. And I'm just like, (laughs) who walks around like this? Who throws a punch like this? Jerk off hands. Seriously, look at this. That is that is jerk off hand. <laughs> I'll clip that. You can also use it for modern toy fair. Thanks. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Um, yeah, that's that's different. You know what I just realized as we're doing this? I I haven't put the new overlay on yet, so we still have the of old old. <laughs> Oh, man, I did not come prepared for the show at all. Can you tell? All right. So uh, I I will say one thing about Becky, though. She is doing a good job of getting herself over as a heel while getting Bianca over even more. So it's funny that everybody's like, oh, well, they buried Bianca. Well, now Bianca is the sympathetic baby face who is becoming more and more of a baby face with this rivalry with Becky. So did they really bury Bianca or is it just let me ask you this? Are you going based off crowd reaction? Yes. Or are you going based off the actual like reaction of the people watching at home? Because a couple tens of thousands of people in a in a stadium are going to be very excited for who they should be versus the people at home who are actually watching usually are. Well, I'm going off a of crowd reaction because she's getting the, the, the chance and she's getting the cheers. And then... also Dewey had piped in those chants for the past year. So do we know those are real? Yeah, they're real. Oh, if you say stop so. fucking accusing WWE of piping in Bianca chants, okay? Jeez. I'm just saying that they literally did that for the entirety of the pandemic. Because there's era no where... crowd there. They're exactly. not going to pipe in crowd noise when there's a crowd. That's just saying that they can do it, Jason. I'm not saying that they are. I'm just implying oh, that God. they could. Okay. All right. So anyway, God, I don't even know where to go from here. This is a sh- shit show already. Um, so. <laughs> So, I, but Becky is getting the booze, though. You, you can't pipe in booze over top of cheers. You know, she's getting people to boo her. She's she's coming out in the big furry coat, talking yeah, about, damn, that she looks like good. And, you know, just uh, she's doing a really good job of, of getting the crowd 
to turn against her. So I'm I'm trying to give Becky props for that. I'm not saying that she's not doing her job. I'm just saying that just because, you know, people are getting behind Bianca doesn't make up for what they did. But if they did it to get people more behind her, then why would they do that? They they didn't. They did it to get fucking heat for Becky, not to fucking make Bianca look good. But getting heat for Becky makes Bianca look good. All time. Oh, my God. Kevin, you got anything to chime in on this? No, I'm staying out of this. Fuck. (laughs) 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 All right. Tell me what you think. Do you think heat for Becky makes Bianca look better, or do you think it's just heat for Becky and it doesn't help Bianca? Let us uh, know at Live Your Gimmick. <laughs> I do have an opinion. I, okay. I, I, I do like where... Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> I do like where they're going with this, but I do agree with Mike with, like, as far as, like, how they got there, I, I don't agree with. You know what I mean? Like, there could have been a, a different way. Like, I think right now, like... <sighs> Like Becky should be going after the title. Yeah, I don't even. I I don't even necessarily think that's the case. I just think at SummerSlam it shouldn't have been a two moves of doom situation. It should have been Becky beats the shit out of Bianca from behind, pins her, wins it, or takes the title, hits her, the bell rings, then she beats her. Something like that that protects Bianca and doesn't make it look like she got fucking punked out. Because that's what happened. She got cheap shotted, rock bottomed. And fucking one, two, three. Nothing in that makes Bianca interesting to me anymore. That she, like, there's nothing in that that makes me believe she be, has a fucking been, shadow of a chance. It should have been more, more vicious and it would have protected Bianca. More. But, but let me ask you this, though. Have you watched anything after that? Or did you just rip, throw up your hands no, I've, and I've, say, I've, I've, I'm done with I, it I've, I've still tried to watch some of the stuff and some of the clips, but it's just... I, I still like nothing in this makes me think that oh this is this should end with Bianca winning because she sure as hell fucking got punked out at SummerSlam and what's the point of fucking making this huge heel run for Becky if it's supposed to go back to Bianca? I don't know. Maybe she'll cheat to win. Bianca will still be sympathetic and keep her. So then we status. just go. So then we just go into the scenario where we have the same match for six months, which we always fucking love. Yep, exactly. Long term storytelling. <laughs> AEW. AEW. Oh, AEW. <laughs> AEW. It's AEW. 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 Yeah, you gotta do it like the old ECW yeah. champ. All right, moving on. Um, speaking of AEW. Um, Dynamite, I thought was pretty <sighs> decent this week. Rampage was very quick, fast paced. What uh, what stood out to you guys on AEW this week? Since you guys are the the two uh, number one and number two AEW fans in the world right now, M- I think we fucking F. dude, right with him fucking going after Pillman's aunt. That was, but his sister and his friends, sister, yeah, calling her oh, fucking sixteen and pregnant. <laughs> oh my god! And then, uh, uh, Methany. Oh, I'm sorry, Melanie. Oh, yeah, Methany. <laughs> and, and what what did she say about? Uh, he said something about. The only, only mistake she did was she forgot to swallow. Or oh something. yeah, is that is she? Same thing that like all these other uh, second generation stars that she should have swallowed instead of yes. him oh my get between God. her legs or something like that. And I'm like, fuck, he is he's past that line. He he uh, shat on that line as he went past it. Um, that stood out. I I liked that as soon as Kenny Omega started talking about being interrupted, he got immediately interrupted again by Danielson. Yes. 
Um, but I think the the big thing I noticed from the show, and everybody all talked about like, oh my god, you got all these big stars coming in, and all this other talent's going to start leading like MJF, this and that. Like if you look at that show, like Punk was only in it for just a little bit. He was literally there to just, you know, have his weird spat with Taz and then also to fucking put over Feldman's hot. Yeah. And then the whole thing with like Adam Cole didn't talk that long. Brian Dan, yeah, that was, that Adam, was a quick Adam, thing, but Adam Cole's promo was really good though. But, oh, oh yeah. And especially he, when he, he made the most out Tony. Yeah, he oh, made yeah. the most of what, what he was given. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I will say though, like if you look at like matches and other stories on the show, there was a lot of like Flying Brian Jr. got involved with something. MJF right there. You know what I mean? Like, um, like the Moxley match wasn't even that crazy. The only thing, my only downfall was that they when they went to commercial break, the, the picture in picture, I think it took away from that match. But other than that, though, like they had, I mean, the opening match with uh, Dustin Rhodes and was it Black? Yeah. Who yes. face? Yeah. yeah Malika. You know what I mean? So like you have the yeah, okay, you just had these like three real big stars come in and they didn't get featured much and they didn't need to be. So they still yeah. featured like other talent. So Yeah. I mean, hell, the fucking match with, with Pillman Jr., like that if you want to fucking book a, a hometown hero, that's how you do it. First with the shit with MJF and then with his match and, and everything mm-hmm. and and then having Moxley come out to help him, like that, you know, double whammy there. Um, yeah, the match with the the angry Japanese grandpa guy, he he was pretty good. Um, I I get why they do the picture in picture stuff because they uh, they had actually had a match end during a commercial break a few weeks ago, which I think helps them with their advertisers because it's like, look, yeah. if we do it this way, people are gonna keep their eyes on the screen while we're at commercial because it's not like you know some other companies where they like just kind of casually dance around while they wait for the the cameras to come back on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I, I get why they do it. I kind of agree in certain scenarios. Like maybe you should have tried to have your commercial breaks a little earlier to, to, you know, get them out of the way versus doing it in the middle of like a match like that. Um, trying to think. Yeah. The MJF. Holy shit. And then also them already starting up the whole thing between clearly him and Wardlow because oh, like, yeah. he, he was just like yeah how about you help me like you did it all out go stand in the corner and look pretty and then he fucking stood there with his back turned while MJF got his ass beat until yeah. he was like alright I'll do my job and then like even then he still kind of lazily like helped him as he got his ass beat yeah 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 I, I, I thought like I said overall good show um, oh man oh, there, there was another one that stood me uh, I don't know his name super pale skinny kid with like a, a curly fro um, he took on Team Taz. I think it was on oh, Rampage. Oh, uh, you're talking about... He did um, Hardcore Parkour Kid. Oh, shit. Um, God, now it's it's going to escape me. I'm going to have to try oh, to look oh, it up he, t- he, took a, he, he, he went against... Uh, he went against... Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he kind of looks a little bit like a young John Cena. <laughs> uh, let's see... Oh, well, I guess me and me and uh, Kevin are gonna fill in the the dead air while Jason Googles who this kid is. <laughs> hey, he's gotta close all the porn hubs again. Yeah, oh, stop. I mean, Don't worry, his family gets on that computer. Do, do, you, yeah. do, do you not? Do you not want me to look? At, Dante Martin is his name. There we go. There we go. Yeah. yeah. I actually figured yeah, that it out his his match was there. fucking insane. Like the shit he was doing. Mm-hmm. 
like damn hardcore parkour he's super for days. young too like he's in his early 20s like he's there, there's a yeah. lot of guys that are, are super young and they they yeah, still feature junk jurassic uh ex, the jurassic experience or jurassic express express not the viking experience sorry jurassic <laughs> jurassic express they, they did uh they did feature them as well and you know, overall, what do you guys think of the um, the Pillman match on on Rampage to close out the show? You know, I thought it was really good. Max mm-hmm. Caster get coming back and getting that spotlight, oh, I thought God. was was a little. But his rap, I mean, he didn't really hold back yeah, too much. He's like, he's like, they got you in trouble before. Yeah, he's about to say something. So like, yeah, like yeah, you're already on good. thin ice. <laughs> yeah, you're already on thin ice. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, but uh, but yeah, overall. So what, what do you guys think with um? You know, Brian and, you know, Brian Danielson and, and CM Punk coming in, kind of taking a little bit of a different approach, right? So you got CM Punk looking to kind of climb the ladder, so to speak, work with a bunch of younger guys, where Brian just wants to go straight after Kenny Omega, and he doesn't give a shit about the ranking system. Yeah, he just, fuck your he, he just wants yeah. to go. He just wants to go after Kenny Omega. So what, what do you guys think about that? I love it. I, I, think it's, I also think it's hilarious because during the – the after all out like media like thing brian even sat down and says like oh yeah i love that punk is you know wanting to help the young talent i just want to kick him in the face right <laughs> like I, I love it i think it's great because it's it's the truth like punk's like very clearly like he's he's in his you know sunlight or sun sunlight sunset twilight years <laughs> like he's you know he's wanting to do what he can to you know make sure he can still go but he wants to you know do his job out the door brian's like nah bro i'm gonna fucking do do this until i'm like undertaker and i can't move no more right yeah which given his history of concussions might be sooner than later if he's not yeah. careful but um i, I was i was kind of shocked shocked by the fact that kenny omega bought a v-neck version of the daniel bryan shirt and was wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> Putting them over. Sometimes, uh, well, just like uh, Nash used to say, you don't, you never wear your own merch. You always yeah. wear your own merch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, except for when he would just wear the NWO shirts out all the time. It's still technically his buddy's merch. He would wear. Saying. He would wear the six shirts a lot too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. That, that that, yeah. He would wear outsider shirts, maybe because his buddy's on it too. That exactly. Would, that that's, that's, that's Scott Hall. In like, fact, the the new figure comes with an outsider shirt. The Legends mm-hmm. Edition figure comes with. Do you, the outsider do you guys shirt. remember the? Um, I think it was a limited time where they wore the white shirts. Do you guys remember that? Yes. They wore the white shirts, the black letter. It was just like yeah. for the, the uh, shortest yeah. time. I really. I think my my favorite still. I think it's probably the Wolfpack shirt. Oh yeah, the red. Which and black. one? The, the 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 actual wolf face on it, or the, just the? I like I like the logo and then like the wolf on the back. I don't. I like the yeah. the red with the. I like the, the red. Wolf I, like the, I like I like the I like the red one with NWO in black, and then the Wolfpack on the uh, on the back. Yeah, that was my probably my favorite one. Oh, Jason's good. <laughs> Sorry. No, nah, I was just showing off that other one. He he he, oh. he felt left out after I had Jericho jerk off and yeah. his toys out too. Yeah. No, I needed you, I, did, yeah. I needed a couple props for later. We'll get to that though. Oh, um, Jesus. <laughs> oh man, I cannot wait. It's gonna be the greatest championship match of the year. <laughs> All right. So uh, the the other thing I want to get you guys uh, has anybody heard or do we know? I I, I mean I know they kind of went a different direction, but where is Hangman? Page Adam Page. He's, is he's got time off. 
He had a kid. Right? Oh, yeah. did he? Oh, well, good for mm-hmm. him. All right, well, congratulations. Yeah, because Tony Khan did an interview uh, where he essentially said, like, yeah, no matter what happened, if, if, you know, we knew it was coming, and if he needed the time off, we would find a way to make it work, even if we didn't have Punk and Brian, like, coming in to fill in the the space. Mm, that's good. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. I mean, it is disappointing because, you know, he had just started doing the stuff of the Dark Order, finally, and then right. he was, you know, going for the championship, and then it kind of all abruptly came to an end, and now looks like the dark order is going to fucking split up into purple and black and fucking well, red and black. Yeah. yeah. Here, here's, here's my question. Okay. So the Evens dark, and odds. So the dark, the dark order. We need to tweet that at them. You need yeah. to that and tweet that at them that they need yeah. to be evens and odds. Yeah. And, and you want royalties for the, the cowboy, cowboy one. Oh yes. Still waiting on those. Um, so here's my question though. Um, there's a lot of rumored innuendo over somebody about to debut in AEW, possibly in Rochester, where Brody Lee is from. Uh, do you think that Bray Wyatt possibly takes his buddy's spot as the leader of the Dark Order? When is the show? Uh, it's in the end of the September, like the 26th. He can't then. Unless something happened with his contract, he's he's still unknown. Yeah, until that's, that's, that's also, that's also uh, some people think that he might not be under a ninety day no compete because of the time that he had off before being released. Oh, I, I don't know then. Yeah. Um. So I, I mean, I, that'd be a, that'd be a great way to fucking tell that story and bring them back together as he fucking shows up as I don't know what the fuck he'd call himself, but he he just like takes over and he's like, oh no no no, my brothers. And like fucking brings them all back mm-hmm. home. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see something like that because that that seems to be where they're leading. Because they're they're very they're very obviously not they're very obviously splintering because they don't have a leader. So I yeah, think, daddy I think ain't home. Finding somebody to lead them is is what keeps the dark order together. Or maybe they're just gonna say fuck it and just get rid of the dark order order altogether. <sighs> yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, we, we still haven't gotten our, our stadium stampede with them as Cowboys, so. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Listen, you got an entire fucking, like, entrance of them doing Cowboys shit. Like, you, you just got to accept that's all you're going to get at this point. You know, you know it, it was Hang just, at home, you know, It was just the idea of all of them on horses and John Silver on a donkey <laughs> that really got me. <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah. I, I know. We, we fucking booked that entire thing. But I said, yeah. you have to accept that, that that pipe dream came and gone. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I could see, I could see, well, Wyndham Rotunda. I guess he wouldn't be Bray Wyatt. Uh, being... Yeah. I'm curious what he'd, he'd, he'd be called if he'd come up with like a, another name or if he would, you know, I'm sure he'd come up with something. Name. Yeah. Unless, unless Malachi Black, I mean, he's, he's another guy that could potentially take over the Dark Order and he's not affiliated with a group or anything like that. It would make I feel like it wouldn't make heelish. sense for his. He's 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 got too much going on for himself right now with this whole fucking Cody Rhodes bullshit. True, I think Bray would almost be too obvious though. Kind of like when they were when everybody thought it'd be Matt Hardy, so they swerved everybody with it being with it being. Uh, I feel Cody. like with Matt Hardy, it was obvious just because that was like kind of right up his gimmicks alley. Mm-hmm. Where with Bray, I think it's it. it it's more obvious and makes it seems like the right choice just because of his history with Brody Lee. The fact, you know, they were the Wyatt family and all that. Yeah. Um, so I think it would, it would just kind of make it come more full circle rather than just be, uh, Oh, well he's, he's spooky and gimmicky. So he clearly belongs with that, uh, that group. No, no doubt. I agree with you. 
All right, and then in NXT news, we got NXT 2.0 oh, coming back here, uh, coming out here pretty soon, and Samoa Joe is relinquishing the title due to an injury. Very Wouldn't this be NXT 3.0? I, I guess in a way, yeah, it would Cause, be. Because but... they had the YouTube show, and then it finally came to, like, cable, which I feel like would have been 2.0. Well, they were on so the this... network, but then they came to cable. Yeah. So really, it's more like 4.0. But yeah. I think the whole idea is that they're kind of rebranding it and, and changing the color scheme, which I understand. The reason mm-hmm. why they're doing it is because who else has the same color scheme? Yeah. Black I mean, and gold is not a... Exactly. I mean, I, I get it. Like, okay, let's completely get ourselves away from that. Now, going with the dude love color scheme, a little weird. I'm not going to lie. I fucking dig it, man. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah, lie. But, I, don't, but... I don't like the new low. Like, I don't like the weird, like, off, like putting like the T goes out and the N goes out in different directions as someone who likes symmetrical, like that just bothers me. Um, but like, like I, I like, I like the color. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, granted, I feel like it's still you, you is know, a little so, bit like dynamite like, though. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, it's just like dynamite's opening. Yeah. Cause dynamite has that fucking bright color, like the, the paint powder shit, mm-hmm. um, which is, I feel like it's kind of still right up that alley. So they didn't really veer away too far. Um, my only thing is like, okay, so you're gonna have this white background with this really bright, colorful logo. Are you actually gonna change the way the arena looks to match that? Are we gonna get like a fucking white ring skirt with that logo and like brighten it up, make it like fucking look a little pink, purple, and yellow ropes? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, possibly. I mean, I, I, I it's gonna be interesting to see what it looks like, what the aesthetics look like, and everything. I, I the one thing I've always liked about NXT is the black ring mat. So I'll be a little sad if that ends up going. You could still do that if you did a white ring skirt, though. Yeah, I guess potentially. But if you have all the other colors around it, too, I don't know if it would necessarily look that good. Um, I, I Apparently, the rumor is that the entrance ramps is going to look like a smaller version of the Raw and SmackDown one, which I'm like, eh, mm. is what it is, I guess. Yeah. I, like I, I like the the giant X that they have for the takeovers that they usually are too easy to take down and just leave up, um, but like it. Uh, oh well. So let me ask you this: um, with with that being said, um, who do you think now that we're gonna definitely have a new champion? Who is gonna be the the champion you think that will lead NXT into this new era? Because Samojo made it a point to to say that. So who who do you think's going to be the guy that will take that championship? You think it'll yeah, be I a think, guy like Oh, go ahead, Kevin. I, I think it should be Dexter Loomis. I, I agree with you. I love yeah, Dexter be, Loomis. I'd be down for that. Um, I mean, if you're going off, don't be something obvious. Don't, don't you know? Everybody probably thinks Pete Dunn or Gargano again or something. But like, see, I feel like it's the opposite at this point. I don't think anyone thinks it's gonna be them. With all the rumors going around that they're trying to go back to the FCW style and not do indie guys and just have like guys that they build up that are like big beefy boys. I, I don't see guys like Gargano and, and Champa and stuff getting the love they used to. With this 4.0. So, but but who are those big beefy guys in NXT right now? That oh no, that supposedly they're that's instead of recruiting indie guys from now on, they're going back to the old methods that they did with FCW of like just having tryouts with guys who don't have any experience and building them from the ground up. Gotcha. And and obviously back then FCW was bigger dudes like John Cena 
and fucking Batista and Randy Orton. Like it was wasn't these like. Are you, you know, are you saying uh, OVW? You're thinking OVW. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Wait, wasn't I thought FC? Well, FCWs were of... FCWs were like uh, the Shield came from. Oh, okay. OVW just turned into FCW though, didn't it? Kind of. Yeah. Well, no, not really, because OVW was still around, and it was actually oh. owned by. Uh, I don't know if it's still around or not, actually, but like Danny Davis used to own it and Jim Cornette like had a yeah, they were, piece of it or whatever. WWE never owned OVW or or um FCW. They were just places that they would send talent to train. So they had like affiliations or like partnerships with them. So they would send them places to train and then they would go from they would go from there and they would like kind of pluck people up. So if they I just assume some, they owned it because Vince likes owning everything. Nope. Nope, nope. Oh yeah. Even like, um, like uh, he'd own the air that everyone in his arena breathes. He the, most most recently, <laughs> the feeder system for NXT was um, shit. What's that uh, brand? What's that brand called that they had on? Evolve. Evolve. Yeah, Evolve was, uh, and even ROH to a certain extent were kind of feeder systems for WWE. They would send people there that they were looking at and, and things like mm-hmm. that. So, And now that they have the Performance Center, obviously everything, everybody goes through there. But before that, that was more, that was more or less how they would, how they would do that. So uh, was, yeah, I think, I think NXT UK would get people from that. Uh, what's that one? It's called like Never. Mm-hmm. Get her that promotion. Yeah. Um, it's one Jay White's in. He's like the open weight champion or whatever. I think NXT would get, like UK would get. Speaking of uh, NXT UK, how do you guys uh, feel about the rumors that they're going to be shutting down the UK and Japanese divisions? Uh, I know they sold the IP, like they or they basically sold the or got rid of the name NXT UK as like as far as I forget exactly the it was a, it was a business move, not necessarily you know getting rid of the show or the brand or something like that. They just basically sold the the name or whatever, but I don't know. I mean, I, I guess at this point, it, it just seems like WWE is really focused on focusing in on, on kind of bringing everything together into one small circle. I, I think maybe, I think maybe they, they thought that they could create something that would be an alternative to where people wouldn't watch AEW but now that AEW's reached the popularity it reached, they're like, ah, why are we spending all this money having all these different brands and all these different shows when we can kind of consolidate everything down into into one? But didn't all these shows exist before AEW was a thing? Mm, they were they NXT UK came a lot around the same time as AEW or like slightly before. It was it was when AEW was starting to become a thought. <laughs> like they, but when AEW was starting to become a thought is when WWE really started to like. <laughs> create all these different you know sign all these indie guys and sign you know and start the uk brand and like start having developmental territories in all these different countries like that all started happening around the same time it might have been slightly before but it was around the time that cody and the young bucks were coming up with their own pay-per-view show you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it was it, it, it kind of happened all all within the same couple of years and i, I think they kind of doubled down on signing all this indie talent to, to bring in because they were afraid of all these talented people going elsewhere. So they were trying to find homes for them. Well, when you really look at it though, there's only so much wrestling you can put on TV every week. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think more than anything, like I know they're talking about selling to Disney and I'll believe that when I see it, I, I, I can't see somebody in somebody other than the McMahon family owning 
WWE. Oh man, how great would that be if fucking <laughs> Disney bought it then? And everybody's like, Welcome to oh! <laughs> Thank you, Ernestine! <laughs> Bobby Lashley versus Randy Orton! Oh! <laughs> Can you imagine Mickey doing... Uh, oh, it... Welcome to the Titty Garden! <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Mickey doing a, a ring entrance? Coming to the oh, ring, weighing in at 330 pounds! Oh! <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, yes! <laughs> Oh my god! What do you guys think of Brock Lesnar on SmackDown? Um, oh man, talking look, I, Paul. Hey, you guys hey, got Paul. you guys got that you guys got that thing I sent you, right? Which Did you one? get that picture? Um, that Brock Lesnar is a grown-up Brad Taylor from Home. Oh yeah! I did see oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! He is. Yeah. Remember Holy Zachary? Shit. Remember Zachary Ty Bride from Home Improvement? This is him now. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Now they need to bring fucking Tim Allen into the into the storyline. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, more power, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, could you imagine him being Brock's manager? Oh, yeah. God. It'd be he's like slipping him like bags of cocaine to throw in people's faces to blind them. Wow. Did you uh, did you see SmackDown though when he came out? Basically, was like, "Hey, Paul, why didn't you tell Roman I was gonna be at uh, SummerSlam?" And right. And, Roman, yeah. Yeah. and then he and then, then he did the intro for him, but then he picked him up for that five. I don't know. Do you think? Do you think uh, Heyman's playing? I, they're doing a really good job of you not knowing who side Heyman's really on. I don't fucking on. know. Like, it wouldn't be the first time that Heyman took a, a fucking potential F five to sell you know the betrayal angle but i just i don't know yeah that's a tough one it really is i mean it, it's because sure, Heyman it. also played off the the being scared at first when he did brock's intro and yeah. then by the time you get to the end of it he was really fucking feeling it right oh that was fun that was fun yeah brock, brock on the microphone cracks me up sometimes too because like brock is like a loose cannon because you never really know what he's gonna oh, say oh yeah him with a live mic is 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 dangerous. That's yeah. There's that's a lot of empty space between here and here for him, so you don't know what's gonna happen. Um, yeah, because he's like smiling, and all of a sudden he's like, "So before Roman Reigns fires you, he yeah. gets his face like quick." You want to accept that match, bitch? What match? <laughs> it, was like five, like, it was four, almost like it was almost like the Batista. It was almost like the Batista. Give me what I want. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> You know what speaking I want. Of, Give me what I want. things that don't make sense, can we also just go back to AW for a second to discuss fucking Taz? Oh, yeah. That was another, like... <laughs> yeah, like, I, I get what the, they were trying to... Because apparently Punk had tweeted about them. But, like, I feel like he should have led with that. And so just, like, while he's in the middle of fucking naming names, be like, you keep Team Taz out of your mouth, motherfucker. Right. And it was like, <laughs> he's like, I didn't even say any of their names. <laughs> He's like, on Twitter or something, I don't know, just don't you fucking say a thing. <laughs> He's like that old angry man yelling at some kids on it and they're, that he thinks are on their lawn, but they're right. literally on the sidewalk. Right. I, I still think AEW has a quota with TNT of how many times they need to say shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Which right? is fine. Yeah. But, like, everybody's, yeah, I mean. And they always when they say it, too, it's it's almost like they're still not comfortable saying it on TV oh, because yeah. they, all, they all do it, like, Jericho's like going shithead. Yeah, 
They have that, that like, back. you know, kid who thinks they're about to get in trouble because daddy's right, watching yeah. kind of thing. They, like, take a pause before they say it. MJF and Jericho are the only two that are, like, comfortable saying it. Yeah, like, when Jericho did his promo on MJF before All Out, he just takes the mic and he's like, first, let me just say this. MJF, you are a piece of shit. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, okay, we're going there. <laughs> he's just like, I'm having too much fun because I don't yeah. have to be a little bitch on PG era anymore. <laughs> I can use big boy words. Big boy words. With my jerk off hands. Well, and then what was um, oh, what was the, the during SmackDown? What was the um, fucking Brock said something and the crowd started to chant it, and they they were they had to censor the crowd because of what they were chanting. Fuck, what was it? It was jack off hands, jack off hands. <laughs> God, I'll have to go back and watch SmackDown. But no, the beginning of that promo. Brock either said something or the crowd reacted to something he said and they were they were chanting something and it sounded like they were chanting the F word and uh... <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. god that is that is an unfortunate that's an unfortunate head for that figure to have that really is right? <laughs> it's like he's screaming at it yeah it was very unfortunate <laughs> For the audio listeners, I'm still making Jericho do suggestive things with his hands. Yeah. This time with his mouth oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. And th- this particular Jericho figure has a wide open mouth. So if you can. Oh, yeah. If you can, yeah. if you Which can it's even better out. because um, Luchasaurus has his tongue out. So, like, you can you can be like. Yeah. He's, oh, about, he's, he's about the Judas in his mouth. <laughs> it's Judas effective. Yeah. Judas in the Judas in your in mouth. My mouth. <laughs> all oh, right, man. all right. I think we have enough fun with uh, with all this today. So, what do you say? Speaking of singing entrance songs very badly, oh baby, oh, we get to the challenge of all challenges. So, I am defending my gimmick minute live and worldwide championship, trying to win the new one that Kevin created, so I can have both of them hung up on my wall. Um, with my side plates that I'm hoping aren't actually my frozen face, but it <laughs> seems like that's going to be the case. Uh, but, uh, so... You know that or Jericho's jerk-off hands, you got to pick. Yeah. So hopefully you guys enjoy I, I, this. I could pick so many things. My, Michael, Michael laid out the challenge for us to pick an entrance song for the other, which I picked Honky Tonk Man for Kevin. He picked... I'm an ass man for me, and uh, we had to rewrite the words to, to diss the other person. So I had to rewrite ass man as a, a way to diss Kevin, and he had to rewrite the Honky Tonk Man song <clears throat> as a way to diss me. So as the champion, I'm going to make him go first. Well, I'm, I'm getting a character. And that's just here. generally how it works, though. So. Yeah. So he's oh, he's going to well, not no not no not not if I was Hogan. <laughs> I would go. I would go out last. Yeah, true. So, uh, so yeah. So now we got. Um, now we got Kevin. He's gonna sing his song to me. So, my oh, fuck, fucking like notepad scribbled on. You're over here bringing out your official iPad with a keyboard. Like, all right. All right. So, Michael, you can uh, you can set this up however you want. This is your show. You're all the right. Of this challenge, so it, the show's yours. First up, we have the challenger. Coming from the sleepy corner, where he's barely going to be able to stay awake throughout the entire song, we have the sleepy co-host, Kevin! And I only got two verses. It's going to be quick and painless. Okay. <laughs> she said. Yeah. So, 
This is Jason singing the song. <clears throat> oh, okay. Okay. So because that's it's good it's, that he posted because that could get real weird. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's his theme music, so he would sing it, right? True. You've got me there. Okay. So the title of my theme song for here, have mercy. <laughs> it's called The Dyslexic Man. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Back in your disabilities. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna get through this. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, uh. I can't read a sentence from left to right. Think that I'm black, but I really am white. I'm just a dyslexic man. He's a dyslexic man. Dyslexic man. <laughs> I'm a dyslexic man. I can't read. I can't spell. I can't write. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never on time. I'm always late. It took me 20 years to graduate. I'm a dyslexic man. I'm a dyslexic man. I'm a dyslexic man. I can't read. I can't write. I can't spell. Ooh. Roll over, Helen Keller. Let the dyslexic man show you how to roll and rock. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, I love you. Oh Kevin with the cheap heat, but I love it. <laughs> oh my god. That needs to be my new ringtone. Wow. Wow. He's a dyslex man. <sighs> okay. Alright. Alright. Oh man, we need someone to professionally record that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm fuck. sorry. I'm sorry, Jason. No, no, it's oh, good. Man. That was good. That was funny. <laughs> All right. It, it popped to me. I had to roll away from the microphone for a little while. <laughs> I, I, I kept looking back at you guys every time. I couldn't look I at just, you guys. I just went the I, wrong way. <laughs> I was crying. Like I'm literally crying, laughing. Oh, me too. Oh man. Oh wow. <laughs> and in the I mean, champions' you. corner, the reigning, defending. Live and worldwide champion, Jason. All right. This song is entitled Triple H Man. <laughs> Did you see it? It's already losing it. You're not even started yet. I think you get a attack. He's a Triple H Man. Boom, boom. Yeah, he's a Triple H man. Yeah. He loves him. He wants to be him. He'll stop licking if he sees him. <laughs> he loves to watch him. <laughs> he wants to touch him. He wants to stick him. Maybe even Katie Vick him. Because he's a Triple H man. Yeah, he's a Triple H man. <laughs> He's a Triple H man. Oh, yeah, he's a Triple H man. New facial hair. Kevin copies it every time. Only Triple H's music can make Kevin stop on a dime. Kevin has dreams of every kind. The best ones are when his boy Trips gets him from behind. He's a Triple H man. Oh, he's a Triple H man. Yeah, he's a Triple H man. That's uh... Oh, damn. <laughs> All right. So that, oh, that my God. I... Since you said the title, I, fucking... <laughs> I knew where you were going with it. Oh, man, I love it. 
So so that means it's up to Twitter now. Who are you gonna go with? Are you gonna oh, vote man. for the cheap heat with the deluxe <laughs> dyslexic man? <laughs> or with he's a triple H man? Oh man. <sighs> Oh man, I, that, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know about Twitter, but it's it's a fucking close call for all me. All right, all right. Well, I'm glad it's I close call. I for both, especially the fucking even Katie Vickham. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, my head, like my neck is killing me. Oh man, uh, my eyes, I can't see. Uh... That might be. I wasn't sure how that was gonna go. But that might oh, be man. probably one of our top moments in the history of our show. <laughs> it has to be. It's it's good. fucking damn near, yeah. It's, it's... <clears throat> but let me Ooh, let me shit. let me okay, let me say this though, a little off topic here before we kinda close out. All right. So obviously the new gimmick live and worldwide championship, right? Mm-hmm. Which Look, thinking about now, maybe you should have done the AEW what, championship. Well, let me get there. Oh, baby. All right. So it's very WWE-ish, right? Right. Okay. But let's face it. We're all elite, right? Right. So this. Oh, baby. Oh, (laughs) Next week. Next week. The new Gimmick Live and Worldwide Championship will be on the show. Out with the old and in with the new. He just Shawn Michaels title. (laughs) Yep. If I had a trash can, I would dump it. And then pick it, and then pick it back up after we were off the air. But <laughs> oh man, oh man! All right, well that was fun. That was a good time. Um, yeah. So we'll get the out on Twitter. Michael, did you record this so you can put it? I on did. Twitter? I, I, right, I'm good. currently good, good, putting good. it on the MacBook so I can edit it. Oh god. Oh, did you use yeah, the new I, layout since I didn't? I didn't. I don't have the entire show. I literally just have that segment. But yeah. Oh, I have okay. The new layout. All right. Well, that's good. At least you got the new layout, so that that that's all that matters. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the show. Uh, we had a lot of fun, um, but uh, it has come to an end. We're going to close some things out. So, Michael, you got anything you want to plug? I'm plugging things every week, baby. Make sure to <laughs> make sure to head over to youtube.com forward slash modern toy fair. Check me, Jamar, and Nate out every week. Uh, here soon we'll have toy therapy going up plus we have weekly reviews and then twitch.tv forward slash modern toy fair for our weekly purchases every wednesday night live at 10 p.m eastern standard time and you can go to tbook.com search modern toy fair gimmick bandit or why are you a gamer to get shirts and cups and other shit with our logos on them if you click the little blue link for my store below in the description it will also take you to the rest of the designs i have that i've made up in the good old photoshop machine so the funniest part about that is Kevin putting his finger in his mouth and trying to make a popping sound, but he leaned it, into the camera when his microphone's the, on his <laughs> headphones. I'm, guys, I'm, so fucking, I'm so fucking delusional. Right I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. I'm so fucking like delusional right now. I oh, doing. man. Yeah, I think right. my mind is just like after that, those songs. Oh, man. Oh, my yeah. God. All right. Well, hey, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the show. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Again, you can always join us on the conversation by following us on our Twitter account, which is at Live Your Gimmick. For those that don't know, it's the at symbol followed by L-I-V-Y-O-U-R-G-I-M-M-I-C-K without the... M-O-U-S-E. There we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. We appreciate you guys. Uh, for Michael and Kevin, I am Jason reminding you smarks out there to be a fan, but always live your gimmick. Goodbye, everybody. He's a little (laughs) dyslexic.